welcome back to another Daily Walk. Today we want to talk a little bit about the grace of God and uh, even as it relates to our enemies in many places. I just finished doing a study with a friend on the book of Jonah, which is a very nice take on forgiveness and mercy. And we talked about a lot of different elements and a lot of different factors. Is it grace? We talked about mercy. We talked about about what's required for this grace of God. In light of the current culture, you know, we have places in many of the large cities where people are uh, people are caught doing some crime and then sent back out on the street. And then people are wondering why they drive vehicles through parades, killing thousands, you know, not thousands, but killing, killing dozens of people and uh, injuring many, many more. And we look back and we go, well, we had to be, we had to be nicer, we'd be more gracious. But the fact of the matter is, Jonah is sent to the enemy of God's people. And what's fascinating about the book as you read it is he's sent to the enemy of God's people who God would use only a couple generations later to send his people into exile. It was Nineveh, which is the capital city of the Assyrians, remember the Assyrians are those who sent Israel into the first of the two captivities. Uh, the northern kingdom, the Israelites go to Assyria, the southern uh, Judah goes over to Babylon. And so what happened here is these people were wretched sinners. They were absolutely disobedient to God. And God sends Jonah, and by the way, Nineveh is the only place where the prophet was sent for the repentance of a foreign nation in the Old Testament. So he tells Jonah, go to Nineveh, that great city. And I thought it was really funny because um, it says in Jonah 1-2, Arise and go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come before me. What does Jonah do? He jumps on a ship and sails as far in the opposite direction as he can. Why? <laughs> because as he describes later on in the book, he says, God, this is why I ran away. I know you're a gracious God, and I know that if I preach and they repent, you're going to spare Israel's arch enemies. <laughs> That's really what he's saying. And so as he goes out and, uh, and does this, of course, as you, uh, you may know the story of Jonah, he runs away. Uh, there's this storm. They throw, the sailors throw him overboard. Um, he gets a, a one-way submarine in the form of a big fish. He has this prayer to God. And then what I like in uh, chapter 3, verse 2, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim against it a proclamation, which I'm going to tell you. He basically tells him the exact same thing. Hey, go to Nineveh and preach this gospel. So he goes and he preaches, and he does not do it with the greatest of attitudes. And that sometimes is how we approach our enemies. We don't necessarily go with the greatest of attitudes. But he goes out to the greatest of attitudes, and then he goes in and preaches and says, hey, the, God's going to destroy you guys in 40 days. They all hear from the king all the way down to the lower. They all repent. So then Jonah goes out of the city. He goes up on a hill where he can watch the city because he's like, I'm ready for the fireworks display. I'm ready for the Saddam and Gomorrah situation. I'm ready for the fire of the brimstone, but it never happens. Why? Because these people repented. So as I was having this discussion, uh, as we were wrapping up the book of Jonah, uh, this week, what happens here near the end is this philosophical discussion. Now, 
we talked a little bit about this. God obviously is gracious in this case. He is so gracious towards the Ninevites that they are spared. The Ninevites are spared the judgment of God because, not because we have to be gracious to everybody no matter what they're doing, but because they repented. That is the key factor. Repentance is the key factor that we have to keep in mind. And so with this repentance that they do, now God gives them the grace and carries them on. But we have to look even deeper. Think about this. If God was not gracious towards them and spare them the judgment he proclaimed, they would not be a strong enough nation to carry Israel into captivity about 100 years later. It's like around 80-ish or so years later. So think about that. God knows that his people who are also disobeying him, they need to be disciplined for their walking away from God. So what does he do? He strengthens the enemies that he's going to use against his own people because this is what God does. When we stop and, and sit down and say, well, God is, you know, God is all loving. Well, not necessarily. He allowed his people to go into, in, into captivity. God is love, but God is a lot more than just love. God is wrath. Yes, that is true. The Bible does tell us God is wrath, but he's not only wrath. If he's only wrath, then nobody would ever see salvation. If, is God grace? Absolutely. Because without grace, all of us, again, are doomed to experience God's wrath. But is God just? And that is another principle. That with God being just, that means that God being just means that people have to experience the consequences of their sin. So think about going back to that story in, in Waukesha. The guy is literally arrested on assault multiple, it's either two felonies and three misdemeanors or three felonies and two misdemeanors. He had five charges. They gave him a ridiculously low bail, even though he just attempted to kill somebody with his vehicle. They let him out, not based on repentance, based on a false sense of grace that it doesn't matter what people do. And now that all of these places around our country here in the United States are starting to do these things and not look at the repentance factor, but just be like, well, we got to give people more chances. Now, if you take a criminal and give him another chance, he's going to do more crime. The guy who ran his car through Waukesha ended up killing several people in, I think it was, I think six is the current count. I forget. I forget because it's so out of the news media now because nobody cares anymore. And that's a problematic thing. All right, why? It was inconvenient. He was politically on the other side of the spectrum as to what the mainstream media wants, and so, oh, silence that one. And then he comes on to Fox News, I feel demoralized and demonized. Well, you just drove your car through a parade full of children. You should be de dehumanized, <laughs> all right? Um, but this is the point. Going back, this isn't just some rambling, weird political discussion. It goes back to this. God relented of the wrath that was coming on Nineveh because they repented. And that is what we need to experience. We need repentance in our nation, but we also need repentance in light of ju just our general lives, in light of all of the things that are going on around us. Jonah, in this story, he preaches a message of doom and gloom to a people who accept it, repent, so God relents, thus strengthening 
the people who are going to carry his people, his chosen people, into exile because Nineveh repented when Israel refused to repent. And that is what we have to recognize. Repentance is that key. When we're talking about grace, it is repentance that has to sit at the center of it. This is why the gospel of Christ requires us to examine the sin in our lives and to repent of our actual sin. It's not some nebulous idea out there that's just like, oh, we just don't know what it is. It's, it's actual, specific, real, definable sin in our lives that is what we have to look to. We need to repent of that in our lives, and that is the, the avenue by which God's grace is given to us. He doesn't just give us grace because God's all loving and we're all his children, and ah, how could possibly God send anybody to hell? No, we send ourselves to hell. It is our repentance that shows that we truly love him enough to be saved from the wrath that is coming for us. So there are my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts on all these down below. And uh, have a read through the book of Jonah. Think about all these things, the, the, the degrees of repentance and whatever else inside of there. So thanks for watching, guys. Uh, I hope you guys had a, a good Christmas. Obviously, we didn't do a uh, video last year. We're almost back up to doing videos. I'm still visiting people, though, and uh, it just takes a lot more time out of my day to do that. So anyway, uh, we'll see you guys uh, soon, and uh, we will see you guys next year as well. Uh, obviously no stream this Thursday, most likely, but who knows? Never know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching, and we will catch you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support, or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is OurWalkInChrist.com.